0: We'll take a look at Penn State offensive coordinator Kirk Sharaka's to do list. James Franklin and Eric Barron release statements on racially charged deaths. The 2020 college season could be turned into a political football, and Penn State adjusts to an NCAA dead period that now runs through the month of July. I'm Dustin Hawkinsmith from Penn Live. We'll break down those headlines coming up on the Penn State Update. Penn State will have a new-look offense for the 2020 season with the arrival of Kirk Sciarocca from Minnesota. The question is, what exactly will that offense look like, and how will Sciarocca make his mark with the personnel he has? Penn Live's Bob Flanners took a closer look at that angle with a to-do list for Shiraka when the Lions can finally get back to football. One of the big stories will be the quarterbacks and the synergy that Sciarocca can create with Sean Clifford and Will Levis, but within that, there's also a balance to strike between using Clifford and Levis' running ability, but without overusing it and exposing them to risk. Another big issue will be along the offensive line and how Sharaka and Phil Troutwein manage not just their starters, but the depth behind them. More specifically, how will they start to use promising redshirt freshman Caden Wallace and get him ready for a bigger role in the future? Flounder's last question is, who will be the deep threat in the Penn State passing game. The Lions are revamping their wide receivers and searching for a replacement for explosive big play threat K.J. Hamler, who's off to the NFL. But Jahan Dotson, Daniel George, and others all give reason to believe they can start to take the lid off opposing defenses as well. There are many questions across the board, but Shiraka also inherits some real strengths in this Penn State offense. The hope, of course, is that football can return and we can soon start to learn what the answers are. As protests and violence break out across the country, the college football coaching community has had very little to say about it. Penn State coach James Franklin tried to change that on Saturday with a well-crafted statement on the state of the country. This all comes in the aftermath of three recent unjust deaths of African Americans. Franklin says silence in this moment was equal to deafening indifference. He added that his heart is broken and that he embraces the fact that being a football coach also means being a mentor to young men. Many of those in Franklin's locker room are African-American, and they are hurting watching police brutality claim more black lives. Those lives matter, and they are also part of a much bigger discussion and a much deeper issue in this country, one that Franklin says smothers hopes and suffocates dreams. Franklin said he's praying for all of us in the face of another difficult and painful moment. Penn State President Eric Barron also released a statement this weekend, saying it is past time for change in the country. He added that we collectively cannot remain silent in the face of hatred and bias. Two of Penn State's most influential leaders played their part in helping to shape this conversation. Those statements were small steps toward addressing a troubling pattern where black lives are being needlessly taken. Most would agree that change is overdue and that it's beyond time to start making them. As the power brokers in college football start to share ideas about the 2020 football season, Penn Live's David Jones wonders if the sport would turn into a political football. Politicians have a history of grandstanding when it comes to sports, he says, and this issue could be one of major interest. Athletic directors, university presidents, and state and federal politicians have all shared their thoughts on regrouping in the aftermath of the COVID-19 pandemic. They have discussed everything from a full opening to no college football at all, to stadiums that are filled at a quarter of their capacity. There's no doubt plenty to gain and plenty to lose by the scope of this decision. And the involvement of politicians will also include governors in each state, as well as decision makers at a more local level. In Pennsylvania, Governor Tom Wolfe will continue to plot the state's course using his red-yellow-green light chart. It'll also be used to inform decisions on schools bringing students back to campus and ultimately bringing players back as well. There's also the issue that what state college faces won't be the same as Piscataway, New Jersey, or Columbus, Ohio, or Ann Arbor, Michigan. There's still much to be resolved between now and September, and David Jones is leery of the number of cooks who will end up in the kitchen. The college football world is starting to take small steps forward in an effort to stave the 2020 season in the best form possible. One of those steps was for the NCAA to sign off on voluntary team activities beginning Monday, June 1st. That's the first step toward getting athletes together and beginning preparations that will allow them to safely compete in 2020. On the recruiting side, though, the NCAA last week extended its dead period through July, meaning coaches can't visit prospects and prospects can't visit campuses. It means the recruiting process will remain virtual for the foreseeable future, which hasn't been the worst thing for Penn State in the 2021 cycle. Lines have heated up on the recruiting front this spring, jumping from three commitments to 12 in a span of just under a month. But the inability to bring prospects to campus has also hurt Penn State in its pursuit of some of its other top targets. It also takes away one of the coaching staff's biggest evaluation tools, which comes at camps and workouts where they see players in person. Those opportunities have helped the Lions find hidden gems like Keaton Ellis, Fatoma Mulba, and Norval Black over the past two recruiting cycles. But James Franklin has responded to this unique challenge very well to this point. And Penn State goes into the month of June with the number 17 ranked class in the country. Thanks for tuning in to the Penn State Update Daily News Briefing. It's available right here on Penn Live. It's also on Alexa, Apple, Google, Spotify, and Stitcher. Be sure to follow, like, subscribe, and rate the podcast wherever you listen to it. And get all the latest from us at PennLive.com/slash Penn State football. You can also follow along on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. This is Dustin Hawkinsmith from Penn Live signing off until the next Penn State Update.